Hello. Hey. Greetings. Hey. Fellow worshipers. People of the Lord. It is the October edition of the podcast. Welcome. A little later than usual, but still. No apologies. October. A little behind the scenes. This is the third time we've recorded this intro. <laughs> there were some the first major time mistakes Ray, made. First time Chuck Ray said, welcome to the June edition. Yep. Second time, Casey wasn't sure if this was going to come out in October when we said, welcome to the October edition. Yes. But it is October and you're listening to this. Okay. This might not be the cleanest podcast because we are waiting on our Qdoba lunch delivery. Oh my gosh. And nervously looking at our phones for DoorDash to arrive. So at some point we're going to just have to stop, <laughs> get the Qdoba, eat some chips in case you come back to you. sent some angst in Casey's voice, it is because she's starving. I cannot be held responsible for anything I say on this podcast. Here's a, I'm so hungry. Here's a tip for you, anyone on a weekend, either with Casey or Carson. The key to them leading well on the weekend it's them being well fed yeah. on the weekend. Yes. The key for me living a full life is literally just to make sure I'm it's full. Be- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So okay. things aren't looking too hot right now. No. <laughs> yeah. You talk about Elijah and the valley. This is a valley this right now. This is the valley after victory. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Anyway. Um, here we are. It is October. Crazy. It is snowing right now. Nuts. The weather um, outside is bright. Yes. Um, but... Uh, it's been a great month so far. <laughs> Not much we can do to look ahead to the month of October since <laughs> it's almost over. It's been busy. It has been a good it's been busy, busy month. okay? Yeah. Um, but loving the Torn Prophet teaching series. We got, as we record this now, we have a worship night coming up in three days. Very excited for October 27th. October 27th. Um, if this comes out after, wow. You likely will be listening to this after. What an incredible <laughs> time worship of worship night. that was. What, what a time <laughs> where we gathered together. It was truly special. How yes. cool was that lead wall? <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Man, Carson singing Do It Again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was touched. Yes. Man, I can't wait for the next one. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, hope hope you came to the worship night or are coming. Um and then, you know, we're into November. Um, we've got another Arc Valley message coming up the first week in November here. And and then we're closing out the Elijah series the rest of the month. And then we're into Christmas. Wild. Um, but, yeah, there you go. That's it for October. There's your summary. Um, let's talk about the new music that's out now. Cue the jingle. <laughs> Um, well, last month, a lot of music came out. And this month, some came out. Um, biggest one a release is Hillsong. What's it called? Hillsong Live? Hillsong Worship. Hillsong Worship. Hillsong Worship, uh, which is the, I don't know, the parent band of Hillsong United and Hillsong Young and Free. Yeah. Um, more so uh, probably the... Although I don't know, listening to this album, I was going to say more so kind of the songs written for corporate church worship. But you listen to this album, you're kind of like, oh, maybe not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, uh, their new album called Awake came out just a couple weeks ago. And it's it's fun. Uh, We've talked about King of Kings before being a fun song. I think we even played a clip of that. Um, No One But You. No One But You, the Coldplay song. song. I think we talked about that. Um, a lot of churches are doing 
those first two songs right off the bat, which is crazy to me. Like, the album comes out on Friday. Which ones? Uh, the Awake My Soul. People and, are playing Awake and My come, Soul and Come Alive. Really? Yeah, I've seen it on Instagram. Uh, I like just, Come Alive, but it's pretty much the same thing over and over. Yeah, again. it is. And like that dude's voice, he's the guy who sang "So Will I." And what was the other song on United's album? Seasons. Oh, he did, he did do seasons, seasons yeah. but uh, not as good as no, Carson Hi- Smith did seasons. Highlands. 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 Yeah. Highlands. Oh, uh, Ben that. Hastings. Crazy good voice. I love. He that. actually did an acoustic version of the song "Come Alive" come for worship together try, on YouTube. Just him and a piano. Come and alive, got come alive, come alive, dry bones. Awake, arise, inhale the light. And come alive, come alive. I'm gonna sing to you, dry bones. Until you're covered in life and the valley. Attention. Feel the change in the air. For the ground is dry, but the clouds are overhead. When I'm a singer again, come alive, come alive. I just have trouble with uh, studio worship albums. Mm. They just feel like out of the context of a congregation singing worship music. I think it kind of shows <laughs> the genre's flaw a little bit. There's just something there's something so different when you're like these are very singable melodies. Yeah. Like simple music for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then when you just put it in the context of a studio, it loses some of its It's not, it's not that the songs are bad, but listening to it, it's like, "Uh, eh, this is this is fine. Take it or leave it." Yeah. But. Yeah. Um anyway, it's a fun album. It's just good. Nothing. Check it out. Nothing has totally out. stood out, but it's some good songs. I love No One But You. No One But You is good. I love King of Kings. King of Kings is good. Maybe Easter next year. Yeah. yeah. Um, other things that have come out. Anyone else have something? I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I will continue then. Um, one of our favorite singers and leaders, Chris McClarney, new single called Valley, um, came out. It's fun. Um, and also, well, let's play a clip of that just because you want to hear his voice. Valleys are fun. Amen. Callie, I believe it's Heiligenthal, but she's going with wow. just—I believe she's going with just Callie. I'm really impressed album. that you just went for Thank it. Thank you, Callie of Everbee, and what else does she sing? She's on um, Every Battle. 
with Rita. That's right, every battle. <laughs> it's kind of fun to see Bethel keeps... Uh, they kind of just like are going through each worship leader that they have and just giving Can them an listen. album. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting to hear all of the different sounds that the that these guys have. Yep. Um, it, it, like it's it's obvious that who else uh, the McClure's, McClure's had one. they came out with something and it was all very like kind of uh, Americana like Folky. indie rock yeah. stuff. So it's just fun to hear, like, like Josh, obviously Josh Baldwin was a lot of just like electric guitar. Yeah, it's probably like very representative of like their personality and maybe what they're listening to outside of worship mm-hmm. music. And so it's just fun to hear. Even uh, Stephanie Gretzinger last year, yeah, like and Blackout, Amanda Cook's album, Amanda Cook's album, Corey Asbury, yeah, had one. Some of it's not like, I, well, I would say a lot of it's probably not for like weekend worship, yeah. but I think that's what's kind of cool about it. Yeah, so absolutely. So and I um, think as we're recording this, I think tomorrow, which is what twenty for fifth, twenty fifth, she's coming out with like a double EP. Yeah, which I thought was just an album. I guess twelve songs, but it's split into two different EPs. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're the oasis within me You are colored in the sky after 40 rains In the thick of the night, you're the break of day Oasis within me You're the oasis within me You're the thing I've needed In each and every season And I really mean it Yeah Speaking of Bethel, do we talk about on here the fact that we've had a bunch of people come in the last several weeks and ask at Connect Central about Woodman's theology about doing Bethel songs, which I thought was very interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <clears throat> I thought it was very interesting. You... And There's a lot of articles circulating around as they do. Yeah. The short, the short answer just for all, I think it's relevant for just, our worship people to know. I'm just not prepared for this conversation totally, but it's fine. No, me either. <laughs> oh. But I have ideas. Go for it, Casey. Okay. The short answer is some of their songs have theology that, I, that we as a church do not agree as biblical, but some of their songs are theologically sound and if it's a theologically sound song that says truth about God, it's just, it's a song. It's a great yeah. song. And I don't have a problem singing a song that says the truth. Yes. I actually have to present this in front of some campus pastors next week, <laughs> which is why I'm not totally prepared. I'm halfway okay. prepared for it. This is good but practice. It's good yeah. practice. What, what better way to practice <laughs> talking <laughs> in front of all the campus pastors than on the Woodman Worship Podcast? Um I mean, the reality is, if we if we had to say no to songs based on if they're like the church they were written out of, if their home church's theology lined up perfectly with ours, we would say no to a lot of songs. We wouldn't have, yeah, hardly any, mm-hmm. um, because like Woodman is very different on a lot of things in Bethel. They're very different on a lot of things in Hillsong. Uh, we're very different on a lot of things in Elevation. Like, yeah, we're. 
and we it's just we can't like we can't as long as the song I think is pro- proclaiming theologically accurate Christ exalting we care a things. lot more about the lyrics than the person that wrote it right. yeah uh, I I always think about with this conversation I always think about the song Healer yeah yeah you, guys, you remember that mm-hmm. I believe you're my healer mm-hmm. Carrie Job. I don't know if she, I don't think she wrote it. She She covered it. it. No, the person who wrote it was at Hillsong at the time. Kind of wrote, he, uh, he had some form of cancer, I want to say, and wrote this song and was leading it. And it just blew up in the church all over the world was obviously just like speaking to people and, um, communicating a, a truth about God being a healer and came out that he was faking the illness. Wow. So what does that mean for the song? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. It's still true. It's still true about who God is. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I think, this is, I'm still working on this, but if the three kind of main criteria we're using in determining if we're adding a song to our rotation is one, um, theologically, you know, is it strong? Does it always need an explanation when we're singing it or not? Because we don't want to have to, that. You know, that was a little bit of the debate with Reckless Love. Aside from not, I didn't really love the song musically. Like, we didn't feel like we wanted to explain the whole Reckless thing every time we sang it. But you have to, because you never know who's in that room when you're singing it, and who's heard you explain it before and who hasn't. So we don't want, we want songs that stand on their own, mm-hmm. understanding that people learn their theology from songs, and we don't want to have to explain, well, you can think about it this way. I know this might be confusing. You don't want to explain that every time. Mm-hmm. Two, we want songs that musically kind of fit in with what we're doing. For one, like, is the song going to feel like a performance every time we do it? Is vocally, are there all sorts of, like, runs and things that people can't follow when you're singing it? And then two, like, can our volunteers um, and bands, are we capable of doing the song well? Yeah. Um, and then, so the third, and then the third criteria, I would say, is does it fit a need that we have, like, the Elijah series. That's why I picked Waymaker. We felt like it fit in perfectly with that. Um, we're always, uh, next month we're introducing, oh, we didn't talk about this yet. Next month we're introducing the song Then He Rose by Elevation, yeah. which we have a need for upbeat, opening, high energy songs. Um, and we're always looking, we have needs depending on the series or depending on what's in our current rotation of like what type of songs it is. We don't want too many songs that are just about me or I. Um, and so that's kind of what, the way I view it. And notice, we do not say in that criteria, is their church where they wrote it weird or not? <laughs> yeah, who so, wrote the song right. is not in the criteria. Well done. I think the campus pastors are going to love. Thank you. Gonna love. Honestly, I, I, should just, I should just send them a copy of this podcast. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You don't even have to talk in front of them. <laughs> That's great. Um, anyway. <laughs> so there's your answer, Matt Farrell. <laughs> um, but... Uh, then he rose. We should have brought that up earlier. Let's play a clip of that in just a second here. It's a song by Elevation. It came off their last album, I believe. Um, just fun, upbeat. It's just a jam that a talks jam. about Jesus and it talks about rising, Jesus rising from, from the, the dead. dead. Like, how can you go wrong? Yeah, awesome you know. gospel message. Exactly. So let's play a clip of that.
Um, and then finally, on what's new, unless anyone else has anything else, uh, Phil Wickham. Yeah. Christmas. You might think this is too early for it, Christmas music. It's actually too late. It's actually a little too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, it's so good. Like it's so nice. I haven't. I tried to you listen almost, to it. You last almost want to weep when you hear him sing him. He has such a beautiful voice. I tried to listen to it last week, but my soul is like, no, Carson, this is too early. No. Well, it's really nice. There's a lot of like stripped down kind of acoustic instruments in it, which kind of the recent worship albums have all been bombastic electrics everywhere kind of stuff. The last Christmas ones, you know. And so it's nice to kind of. Strip down, which actually, secret revealed right now. Secret, secret. Christmas Eve at Woodman this year is going to be acoustic, be a strip down um, worship time. So I'm sure you'll be seeing some influence from this old Phillies. Yeah. They just play straight through it. Christmas album. Yep. Old A very Phil Wickham Christmas. Yep. Old Phillies. It's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a great sub restaurant. Um, Cool. Speaking of Phil Wickham, <laughs> we learned a lot from his vocal coach, Jeff Matheny, who oh came in gosh. a couple of weeks ago. And that is going to kind of at least fuel my part of the conversation of this week's discussion on our second worship team value. Called. Called. By God. Is there a jingle for this? Uh, jingle. And I'm going to edit it so that yes. there's going to be a jingle and then someone's going to say something and then the jingle's going to come back and then, Good. yeah, okay. there's a little other more behind the scenes there. Um, anyway, so last week we talked about intentionality and what that can look like on our teams. Um, and so now we last are... Last month. T- talking... <laughs> last month. Sorry. Last June. <laughs> June. <laughs> um, and so this week we are talking about being called. Casey, what does that mean to you? Um, I think there's different forms of being called, obviously, um, different ways that God calls us, but just kind of looking at your story and how God has led you to be part of this body of Christ here at Woodman, um, I believe that God God really leads us and calls us to be and plants us in a, a body, a local body of Christ on purpose for season. And um, as musicians, God has given us gifts and abilities to use for his glory. Um, and so I definitely have my own story of being called and how God has brought me here. Um, <clears throat> and on those weekends when you're just struggling or feeling insecure or hit that wrong note or whatever. It's just such a great perspective to go back to remembering like God has put me here. God loves to use ordinary people. um, And God loves to take those ordinary people and give them the equipping that they need to serve him. Well, what's awesome about that is then that's where your confidence can come from. Exactly. Right. Like your confidence isn't from, well, I nailed the audition, I prepped all the music, I showed up, you know, but your confidence is actually coming from, no, this is where God has brought me. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this on my own, Yeah. Um, but this is something I get to partner with him in yeah. doing. And the confidence that when you do mess up, it doesn't matter. That's not what you're being judged on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think a little personal story that Jeff Mathena. So anyway, we had Jeff, our vocal coach, come out last week. Hopefully all the vocalists that came out enjoyed that. It was a pretty cool night. And then he worked with some of our staff one-on-one and may have made people cry. Spoke into my soul. Mine as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if wetness appeared in my eyes, but I felt it like right behind it. Because um, he like, he doesn't just talk about your voice and like technique. He talks about like kind of your story and like, I feel like half of his training is just like, you can do it. You can hit these notes. You just have to think you can do it. Like sometimes people are just too scared to do it. And so I talked to him a lot about just like, I feel like every, I've done music since I was like in middle school, but always usually just like guitar. And anytime I did lead or sing, it was like, because, you know, oh, this person is sick or this person graduated. Can you just fill in? Um, It was never like, we want you to be the guy singing these songs. And so because of that, he showed me, I have this like deep insecurity that I'm not, that's not like a gift or that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I just do it because we need more people to sing sometimes. And so he's like, you got to get over that because you are in a spot like, because you're doing it, like, that means God wants you to do it. And because you have opportunities to do that, because God wants you to. And so you just got to do it and get over kind of all that, like, thinking that you're not very good or people didn't want you to do this or you weren't their first choice. Carson and Casey are both crying right now <laughs> at my story. I hope you are as well. So beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so I wonder... Yeah, I, I think, like, if, if you ever have doubts, like, that, hey, man, I'm not very good, or I made a mistake this weekend, or no one thinks I'm good, I mean, I think it's just, like, look, you were, our, audi- our audition process is pretty thorough, and, like, you have to answer a lot of questions, you have to show up, we don't take anyone, um, you're here, and you were picked, you were called to the role you're in, and so lean into that, and and know that we're on your side, and believe that you have what it takes to help lead our people in worship. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Speaking of calling, has the Kidoba person called us? <laughs> I mean, I think they, I think it was on your phone that you made the order. Oh. Should we check? No, no call from Kidoba. Okay. <laughs> Update. I'll tell you what, I feel called to eat a burrito right now. Yeah. So Is that what you ordered? <laughs> I ordered chicken tortilla soup. You know, oh, okay. I got chicken quesadilla. This is all getting cut out. <laughs> Casey, what'd you get? <laughs> Burrito bowl. Burrito bowl with lots of chips. What meat? Chicken. Adobe yeah. chicken. I always get chicken. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah. Guys, I don't trust for their listening. Stick. <laughs> no, I have something. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you have to leave that stuff in. For sure. <laughs> That's so long. Um, what I loved about. Uh, my time with Jeff was he talked uh, to all our vocalists about how God has given you the voice that you have and no one else has that voice. No one else can use your voice. Only you can. But so many times as vocalists, myself included, we hear someone like Kim Walker Smith or Adele or um, Taya or whoever 
and say, oh, I really want to sound like that. And so then we try to emulate what we hear. And so he really taught us about um, using proper technique in our voice to get the most out of our voice and kind of letting go of that desire to sound like someone else and just allow it to sound how it sounds. Um, And I thought that was really, really cool. And it's really relevant to this value that we have as a worship team about being called. Like I am called to serve the Lord with what I have and um, really recognize through that short time with Jeff that um, I definitely have been trying to kind of sound like different people or sound a certain way instead of being free um, in embracing the voice that God has given me and to just be confident that that's what he wants me to use for his glory. Does that make sense? It does. <clears throat> so yeah, it was he, to- really... he told me similar things. Yeah. Wild. The thing that blew my mind was he was like the best vocalists um, sing based off how they feel, not on what they hear. So as long as they feel the sound coming through like and doing all the right how it things. Feels. Yeah. The resonance. So as long as they feel like the technique and everything coming through their mouth the everything right way. Everything else falls into place. They yep. don't care about how it sounds. They care about how it feels, which is wild to me. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's like playing mind games with me now ever since yeah. then. So I apologize. To all the, of us I are apologize, just I I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to the Woodman Heights congregation <laughs> at 11 a.m. this past weekend <laughs> who heard my voice crack on, oh, praise the name chorus, the <laughs> four endless days we will sing your praise part. Yep. I apologize for that. Led you out of worship. I will be better. You're just, you're just called. You're just being Amen. who you were called to be. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. There's still no Qdoba. Hopefully we will see you or did see you at the worship night, depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> yes. It was so great. Yeah. When, okay. And Love when you, you do see us, we'll let you know how the Qdoba was, which I really hope is soon because we're falling apart here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>